0: You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at soundtalentmedia.com.
1: Thank you for tuning in again. This is part two of our Jillian visit. We just could not let Jillian go. She's Amazing. just so much damn fun. We had to have her. We had to have a part two. So here you go. Here's part two. If you didn't hear part one, go back and listen to it. It's awesome. Wait, so and how
2: old are you now? I am 51. I just turned 51. I keep telling everyone I'm 53 and then somebody said, no, you're 52. And I'm like, are we sure? No, I think I'm 53. I was born and I'm horrible with math, I but think you're, 1966. I September. remember you were
1: always older than me, but I don't, oh, but, but like a year. So 1966. You know? When's let's your see. birthday?
2: What's the day? September 26. So let's see. You're it. not 54
1: yet. You will be. You're
2: so I'm 53. I am
1: 53. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, there you go. You know, the math. Who needs it after a certain point? Who cares? After 50, it's like... Yeah, who cares? Whatever. I got to say, though, for me turning 50, 51, whatever, it was really not a big deal. I had a harder time turning
2: 40. 40. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. My mother
0: said that. My mother said that to me.
2: I remember lying in bed. I had to go to Good Day LA that day and I I went to bed that night at 8 and I was like, I'm still in my 30s. Oh my God, when I wake up, I'm going to be 40. And I was staring at the wall and I was like, holy fuck balls, why do I feel this is a big deal? (laughs) And the ex was there and I was... I didn't know I was pregnant at the time because uh-huh. uh, I had her at forty. I, did, I had no idea, so that made me feel younger at forty. I was like, yeah. "Fuck, I'm a baby!" I, like I didn't even have hormones. fertile not Myrtle, Myrtle. <laughs> I had my yeah, my Myrtle.
0: youngest one when I was forty three. Did you like when 42, you go? I and it was my...
2: they Sorry. call it a geriatric
0: oh. pregnancy. How, How, dare they? they? Said that geriatric me, pregnancy. I punch in the. They cock. tell you How that. Dare they? I, I saw my chart, and they're like, "You're high risk," and all my pregnancies were like, high risk. But I had I had two babies at yeah. twenty three and twenty four. Then I. I had my what middle nerve. son at 33 and then i have our Holy seven-year-old shit. at 43 and oh my god I, it said what on the a chart age Jer- you had, yeah what,
2: you've had there's 20 20s, years. 30s and 40s yes. you had yeah. babies yes. you're yeah. fertile myrtle yeah, yeah, i is. had two miscarriages <laughs> uh one at uh, 17 and one at 36 and then i met my husband and he was like I want to have kids and I, he was 34 and I was 39. And I was like, oh, well, good luck with that. And then <laughs> of course, I got pregnant and then I got pregnant again at 42. I did not hear the <laughs> they, geriatric. It's in your chart. Maybe they, they would,
1: geriatric pregnancy. They would I was like, wow.
2: No, I did not. What that. old
1: man Fucked wrote up. that term? Fuck Some him. old fuck wrote that fuck term. Fuck yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah.
0: For sure. No crazy. woman would write yeah. that. But I will no. say that having my seven year old has made us so much younger. younger it's yes. incredible so I feel that. the same
2: way when I was 42 and I had Rocco and then I did a, a nutrisystem commercial and I was in a bikini again and I had never been so skinny at 44 43 um and I felt great and 45 I was great because I had a baby in diapers and 46 it was right. fun. like I didn't feel it until I think the divorce hit me at 48 49 I was super skinny I had the divorce diet which was Fabulous! I recommend it for everyone. <laughs> out there.
0: We were talking about that because Lisa's been doing Weight Watchers, and Lisa's what? How how far are you down now? Twenty. 21.
2: Oh my 21. God! So wait, yeah. wait, wait, Weight Watchers. Yeah. Okay, so the woman I used to work for at mm-hmm. HSN, Mindy Weissman, got a job uh, to rebrand. It's called WW now, yeah. Yeah. and she's kind of sexed it up, which is what she did with HSN, and she's branded it differently
3: and now I have all my friends around it they're like I just lost 10 I lost 20 I'm like what the hell since right. January yeah I started January 6th I've lost 21 pounds but At- my girl I was on it years ago like 12 years ago um, and I lost a shit ton of weight then. is it the same as it was no then? they no. change it all the time they which do. is what I hate because oh. I think they do it to make money because they want you to stay yeah. uh, you know because people once they reach their goal right, then they quit then they don't get your money anymore that's right so I think they want to keep revamping it so that you can't just do it on your own you're sort of dependent on them. Uh, I don't know that for a fact I'm just, that's just I'm theory. thinking like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. a marketing person well, yeah. because I know <laughs> that's true yeah, right. they she's a spokesperson right. yeah. she ain't cheap I'll tell you what it, it, it was sponsored by Waitwell. yeah but I'll tell you what's paying for Opus tour those tickets yeah. Yeah. the ticket yeah. prices were like for a, for a crappy seat was like $700 are you kidding yeah they were expensive is that the one where she
2: walks on stage and she tripped or whatever
3: yeah yeah what does she talk about they were real the front row seats like at the yeah yeah no, share do it? Oh yeah there you go. Sharon had just gone The night before She did Weight Watchers uh,
0: No Sharon, Oh she went to the tour Sharon went to Oprah's uh, oh. tour At the forum I think yeah. is what
3: she said right? Oh okay And that's where
0: she fell She she tripped Oh and my god I saw that While uh, well, she was
3: talking About balance While she really was weird. Which is the irony uh, was true. Of it all that's Wow true. <laughs> So you,
2: you, do you Are you hungry Life's During cruel. The day? Life is no, cruel. Although
3: right now When you, tr- you You made one trigger For me You said And my mom and I And my sister Would come over we watch Melrose Place I said, And we would just Eat Chinese food And I have not <laughs> stop thinking about Chinese food Since Express. you said that no, like, like, That's, that's tai all feng, that's in my that's head my jam. now for the Have
1: you ever been there? Where is it? What's it called? It's my jam, didn't I No Oh god, it's so good What'd she just call me?
3: Yeah. So <laughs> 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 now iPhone? I have to go there um, but so anyway good. so it's, it's good I'm not hungry and and it, wow. it just makes you be accountable for what you eat something so is it and point? all my girlfriends, points yeah it's points tons of my girlfriends have started because like I was on Facebook I said I'm starting they're like how is it and I'm like it's working so then we started this little group and I think we have 12 or 14 of us and they're still in their early stages where you know at the yeah. beginning you're losing all that water weight and stuff so yeah. at the beginning I lost like you know I was losing four and a half pounds a week and now I'm like Point eight. What? Oh, because you know, you, it was dropping off so fast. Now it's really slow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah now but I'm going you know, super they slow. say that's the
2: way to do it. Because when you drop yeah. it, remember you when I did. A remember when point. I did fenfen? I was like ninety pounds. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. I almost. Yeah. Was, I was hospitalized. Actually, yeah, you were really skinny. <laughs> they recalled it because they, they they were they left one out there and they took one of the fens away and they let the other ones. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, so, it's so unhealthy. Sloan almost had a heart attack from
2: <gasps> one of them. Yeah. I the other, did one too.
0: With,
1: young women in their twenties were
2: having heart attacks. as why they
1: pulled it? It was during the whole yeah. Kate Moss era. We were wow, all trying to be it. as thin and as Kate. You yeah. really haven't any issues, but yeah. you,
0: when you were saying about the divorce diet, we were talking about the weight thing, and Sharon's found out that she's a emotional eater. I'm yeah. like you. Yeah. I when I have an emotional situation, I
2: get this big. Not me. Like it's oh, I'm I, the opposite. Really? I, well, I, yeah, I get I skinny. Eat. Not me. Yeah, I, I get skinny. comfort food is my comfort and. I don't... Are you that way oh, too, Lisa? I Food is my comfort. Absolutely. Really. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. I mean, over the past three years with cancer, I lost my birth mother, died in my arms. I got divorced. I lost jobs. I gained a lot of weight because I just... Then I was like, oh, my God, chemo. I'm going to lose it all. That's fucking great, right? Like, I was so excited about chemo. They were like, calm down. I would never see anybody like that. I was <laughs> like, when does it start? They're like, you're a week early. never seen anything like this. <laughs> it's like, when are you putting the port in my arm? They go, uh, Tuesday. It's a Saturday. You're a couple days early. <laughs> I couldn't wait. And uh, oh so the God. nurse was like, I'd numb my arm, and I would do it at the radio station uh-huh. and on Fridays. And then it would be numb enough. Like, I'd start an hour. And by the time, because I hate needles. Like, that was the one thing. I didn't care, pump all the poison into my body, you want? I don't want to see that needle. I don't yeah. fucking do, tell me a countdown. Okay. Don't uh, just fucking do it. Isn't that the and, worst when they say to you? And yes. now we're rubbing your arm. Yes, and it, you're <laughs> gonna feel a little,
0: okay. And now the needle's going. It's like yes. fuck you. Fuck, you. fuck just yeah. Do I it. agree with you. 100%. And the doctor
2: that I went to Cedars and the doctor that put it, the port in. Now they do it on the inside of your arm. They used to do it in your chest. And they said, look, your chest has already been through a war zone. We're not going to go back there. But we do it on the inside of the arm. I was like, perfect. So the guy who put it in. He talked to me and he was funny and I felt... No- I was like, I just don't want to feel anything. He's like, you're not going to feel anything. And it's like it's like that big and it's uh it's like a triangle and it's metal. And there's metal and there's wow. plastic. You feel a lump in there. It feels weird. And then they stitch you and they glue you. Okay. I didn't look ah. at it, but I felt nothing. I felt... I was like, this is cakewalk. So eight months later, it's time to get it taken out. Oh. This fucker comes in and not only is he... He, he, he looks like he's 12, but he <laughs> was applying... I said... I- like he was talking but he was also okay i we got the first part out i go I please don't oh. tell me anything and i was holding on to the sheet and i was white knuckling and he's like and i could hear it and i could feel pressure but i couldn't feel pain but he was telling me th- and i said please stop please stop. i don't want to talk please stop but the chemo itself was nothing and i remember going in there my first day for chemo my arm was black because they had just put the uh, port in um two days before and my worry was My arm is still in pain From putting it in And it's purple and black Like a big piece Am I gonna feel Is the poison gonna hurt the bruise Like I was freaking out And they were like No you're not gonna feel anything And they were right So every week I'm like Why is no one around me eating? Everyone's sitting in their chairs, getting their chemo. They have their visitors. I'm like, I don't want any. I remember Dorothy Lucy, one time she was texting me. I go, you're not here, are you? I didn't want any visitors. I had two kids. I had two jobs. I was fucking exhausted. This was the only time I could sit and really Netflix and chill, right? So (laughs) um, I remember ordering lunch. I'm like, I'm starving. And I would look at everybody (laughs) in their chairs and I'm like, These motherfuckers aren't eating like nobody's eating but me. And I would like be really nosy and look around. And so I had gained a lot of weight over chemo. And it just that's the way it is. Some people lose. A lot of people don't.
1: Yeah, and but I was you, one of those every, people. Everyone's did. different. And you know what? It's whatever works for you and t- whatever's- Whatever's
0: healthy.
2: You,
1: whatever's healthy.
2: Who cares? Exactly.
1: It doesn't That's what matter. said to Your goal like, is to just get better.
0: Did, did yes. you find that things tasted different to you? My brother, Sadly, had no. <laughs> My brother had non-Hodgkin's <laughs> lymphoma at 28 and he had a metal taste. Everything yes. tasted like metal. So Metallic. He could, it did to Lori, too. eat. We had to give him- um, yeah the those shakes the insure yeah. shakes cuz yes. he was he would have there are people weight.
2: that that were there that exa- that had that exact thing everything was metal yeah. uh from the chemo um no i had oh. none of that um but that's very common the other thing that i was told by um i don't know if you guys watched veep did you guys ever
1: watch i didn't veep? watch it i i heard so it, was really great, it was really great was really funny it like was that with the yeah. julia, julia i love yeah. her
2: oh my god it is the greatest fucking show ever i binged it on chemo i'm going to start watching it and that. i had you know she got breast cancer in the sixth season and they kind of they held it off until the seventh and she did her breast reconstruction and she told a friend of mine who imparted the same wisdom which i did not listen to she said do the cold cap because the cold cap will save your hair what it does is it makes your follicles think that they're dead so when the chemo goes there to kill whatever it's there to kill they'll be like oh fuck it it's already dead we don't have to kill anything up there so i was like all right, so sign me up for the cold cap. What are we talking here? She goes, well, so I would do the morning show from 6 to 10. Then I would go to Cedars. And she goes, well, for four hours, we have to freeze your head. And then your chemo is four hours. I'm like, hold, please. So I was like, four plus four oh my is goodness. eight. Let's do the math. <laughs> and then I'm going to do another four. That seems like it's 12. Yeah. And then she said, yeah, I go, that's half my day. I go, I have two little fucking kids. I go, I'll be bald. I don't, I have no shit. I don't give a shit. I'm not sitting here for two four hours and then the other thing was like oh your nails are gonna go black so you have to put your nails in ice water i go bitch i'm from canada i i froze my ass off for 23 years <laughs> i'm not putting my toes my nails in ice fuck it they can both be black and they were like i walk i look oh yeah that with the bald yeah. head the no brows yeah. and the no lashes i was quite a sight to behold yeah but and the no tits but anyway uh i'm alive and that's all that matters that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. And everything I mean, else grows back and the blackness went away um, within like six months. My my nails were back to normal. Uh, I actually am celebrating my six month uh, k- post chemo this week. And so I have to go to my oncologist next week to do checkup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I have to go to my radiologist because my right tit is super hard and my left one's normal. Mm, from the from reconstruction radiation. Really? Oh. Yeah. Is it scar yeah. tissue or? I don't know, but somebody said to me, put uh, spacers in and do your radiation and then get implants Mm. because they go hard. And I was like, no, no, no. you don't understand. I'm going to Beverly Hills. They're the best of the best. They do it all in one surgery. So they scoop out the cancer and then another one comes in, cosmetic surgeon, and she puts the implants in. I was going to say, did you
0: have the woman? Um, Yes. Yeah. uh,
2: Not the the Angelina Jolie doctor or the uh, Dr. Leslie Memzik.
0: I was going to say so Lisa Castle. Oh. Lisa, Lisa, Lisa Castle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
2: they're amazing. But you know, th- I was warned. I, they said it could happen. Mm-hmm. I said I'm not going through this twice. Do mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So it was a chance I took, and I did radiation. I breezed through that. It was like nothing. I was like, this is. I would fall asleep in the tube. I was like, yeah. this is so relaxing. And then it took uh, about I don't know a month ago. I was like, why is there a brick on my what the hell? And it it happened. Yeah, it took. It took six months. So I see him on I've Monday. heard that happening before, too. But I'm not if they say, oh, we're going to scoop out. The, I'm like, uh-uh, I don't I don't give a shit. I don't care. I will not go through it. I'm not tattooing nipples. I'm I'm one of the most lazy cancer. <laughs> I am telling you, least Dr. Lisa Catholic said to me, I was on the gurney getting wheeled in that morning. And and Dr. Memzik, who's my cancer doctor, walked in. And she had her Wonder Woman cape on, and I was—I started crying. I'm like, "You're gonna, you're gonna save my life!" And my kids, thank you, and da da da. And then Doctor Castleith walks in, and she's this tall, statuesque blonde, and she goes, "Hi, remember me?" And I'm like, "Yeah." She goes, "Thanks for getting back to me." I go about what? She goes about your breast size. She goes, "You know, you're a woman in TV. I've never met anybody like you. Like, you didn't consult. You don't. You didn't get back to me on no. what you want them to look like." She goes. <laughs> i don't know what to do i go oh and i was <laughs> on the ground i go my girlfriend i go get me my phone to kathleen and she gets me my phone and I, I, I type in jillian barbary bikini pictures and i just showed her and i go just something like that yeah <laughs> she was
1: like well you were Thanks. so you, uh, your main concern was just saving your kids, life That's my kids it. my kids yeah. my kids yeah
2: yeah like i, I didn't even think about it. they're like we can't save your nipples i'm like i don't give a fuck like just take, my tits <laughs> take away. them and we got and uh, we got tattoo options i'm like don't care don't care don't care moving on paperwork yeah. sign sign let's go Let's get this cancer out of me. Yeah, yeah. So I just, in hindsight, I was the opposite. Like someone's like, you should get a second opinion. I go, why? So it can spread to my lungs? Fuck you. I'm getting a second opinion. Yeah, no. I'm going to Beverly Hills, the Bedford Breast Clinic. They're the best. I took Deborah Tate there. Fuck it. I listened to them. Yep. and then people go you should try this and this I go oh, are you an oncologist or they go you shouldn't on Twitter you shouldn't do chemo I go oh thank you where's your medical degree fuck you <laughs> I was like fuck <laughs> off I don't, you, that's good for you yeah. I got two kids at home yeah. this yeah, is what exactly. I'm doing yeah. and judge me all you want and go fuck yourself do you have stop any- following me please <laughs> That's what I would say. Go fuck yourself and please stop following me. Oh, my God. By the way, if
1: you don't already follow Jillian on Instagram or Twitter, you should. It's Ask
2: Jillian. Then there's some fun stuff up there.
1: Oh, always. Um, do, you, do you still talk to uh, Fagsy?
2: Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, my God. Is he the best? Oh, God. He's so funny. he's got a uh, podcast with Ross Matthews. Oh, and Nikki... perfect. Oh, like Ross yes. Matthews. That's uh, perfect. Yeah, they're perfect together. <laughs> yeah, I can just imagine. Oh, my God. And so he's Fagsy Malone. But on Twitter <laughs> right now, he's Mr. Malone. Because oh. uh, we... we you know he started calling himself he would always call himself Fagsy and I'm like you're Fagsy Malone he's like yes I am you know (laughs) Uh, he's he's you know he lost his house in the Malibu fires oh he did he did so now he lives in the valley I'm like oh how's that adjustment (laughs) that's a big one (laughs) that's that's a big my girlfriend moved from Malibu just to Agora and she's like having you know yeah
0: yeah she's landlocked it's a a whole other I
2: moved from Huntington Beach to Tarzan and it was like but you know now I, I love But I can't imagine you know being anywhere else. I love it. Yeah. So, do you have any
1: advice for anybody that's like what what piece of like what's the one piece of advice you would give somebody who has just uh, been diagnosed?
2: Yeah, I would say, you know, I always told my friends like I'm never going to freak out until I hear the C word, and when I heard it, I was like, oh, and it became all about kids. So it depends on where you are in your life. Some people get it; they don't have kids they get cervical cancer they're like can i have kids?" like it's a whole myriad yeah. of um things and you know i after leslie died last sunday and again she was not she's lisa Ash- ashley's friend from high school i only met her through cancer right. and we kind of helped each other her death really affected me i couldn't get sure. out of bed for two days and i was like I didn't go to high school with her. Like what's going on? And I realized it's because I saw like she was cancer free and then here she is in this bed and right. she doesn't look the same and her hair is longer than mine. I remember thinking that I was like, what the fuck? Her hair is longer than mine. How'd that happen? Cause my hair growing in curly and her mm-hmm. hair grew in straight. I was actually jealous of a person who was on their deathbed. So anyway, I said, I would say to anyone who's going through it is just to, you know, tackle tack, just fight it. It's going to be, it is what it is. I believe that, it's already foreseen it's out there mm-hmm. i'm aggressive i'm very aggressive i run into the fire and it's mm-hmm. i mean i didn't look i dub, i booked a double mastectomy on the day of a mammogram nobody fucking does that they're like right. usually we wait for results i'm like no 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 book it they yeah. booked it they yeah. listened to me yeah because they knew me and that's but, i think that's a big
1: deal too it's just yeah. being your own advocate yes. and just using your voice you, and you
2: know your body but it's yeah like, makeup artists you know I've been in the business for so long and I'm like you know had a a lot of opportunities to work with makeup artists but I know my canvas better than anybody it's like Mm -hmm. this is what I want my look to be and I uh, thank you bless you and God you know you're amazing at what you do but I like to do me it's therapeutic and that's what and I think for cancer it's the same you have to be your own advocate know your body know what you're feeling and 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 I trust oncologists Mm -hmm. I trust scientists there are people out there that are like I'm going to go the alternative route. I'm like, okay, God bless. Yeah, Yeah, whatever. God bless. Yeah, yeah. I, my whole thing was was two kids. Like my thing was, I've got two kids and I've got to be there for them. Yeah, that was it. I didn't care about cosmetically how my tits looked. I didn't care about how much chemo I needed? I'm like, sign me up. Let's go. When do I start? Let's go. Yeah, very aggressive. They said uh, they they were like, wow, you are. And I think that was it. really
1: important in your case too, because like you said, it was in your lymph nodes, and that, yes, that they was took really out impo- 18. every second. Yes, mattered. I wanted yeah. to ask you something because you had said you had done that organization with the
0: um with the sports every yeah. year with the mammograms yeah. with the girls. You said you missed one, mm-hmm. so it was only one mammogram you missed. So from You had a clear one, and so
2: it was two years later? No. So here's what happened. Uh, I went back and found a receipt that I actually had gotten one, but I went, I didn't do the whole MMM day, which is a big day at the Four Seasons in Westlake. So they have an imaging center downstairs. Then we rent out the spa. Then we have it catered, and we have booze, and we have gift bags from the NFL and from Skechers and blah, blah, blah. I I just didn't do it one year. I don't know why. I, I don't know why. I went to this place in Tarzana locally so I thought I had missed a year because Lisa said you missed last year I did I missed it the MMM day but I did get one I think I missed another year in there had I not gone the year that she said which was 2018 the year I was diagnosed which is ironically breast cancer awareness month is Mm -hmm. October and I was diagnosed October 25th that was the day I wasn't going to go. Had I listened right. to myself and not her, I wouldn't have gone and I would not be here. Like I know that for a fact because they took out 18 lymph nodes and six of them were cancer. So wow. she was just aggressive. I said, be as aggressive as you need to be. I wow. don't care if I wake up like, and it's fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, I don't- I'm not using them. I'm
3: not using Do I use my lymph nodes? What do we I do with my them anyway? Nobody's using my tits yeah. these days. My kids aren't breastfeeding. I ain't yeah. got no man. Who cares? So the the mammogram that you got the year before then in Tarzana, that showed nothing? Nothing. So it all grew within that year. Right. And what I would
2: say to women is if you can get a sonogram, if you can get a Ford, like now they're saying it's all about a sonogram. Yeah, I heard that too. Because let me tell you, on that sonogram, I didn't know what to look for the day I got the mammogram. She was sitting there quietly for 45 minutes. I knew it was bad. I got called into a room. The radiologist came in. He said, get a biopsy Tomorrow. Tomorrow. When I went to Dr. Memzik in Beverly Hills, she said, I'm going to show you what cancer looks like. So she put the sonogram on my left breast. It looked totally one way. And then she goes, I'm going to show you your cancer filled breast. And when she moved it over, it was like a thousand little white crabs were inside of me. And wow. She said, you see those? They're pulling your nipple inside. It's cancer. Wow. Whoa. It was That's fucking creepy. crazy. It was the creepiest. I was like. Okay, cool. Get it out of me. Let's fu- let's fucking wow, go. Wow, that's
1: so crazy. Yeah, yeah, I've been hearing a lot about the sonograms. Yep. That, and um, number one,
2: I would. Yes, I. I think they're you can saying it doesn't
1: replace the mammogram, but it do should both. go along. You, could do both. you You should do both. I did both that day, and thank you. Yeah. Know what? Thank God. Especially if you have dense breasts, which yeah, which yeah, I do, and too. we probably do. all do. Yeah, you do too. And it's supposed to be. Um, a, a, way better of a view more advanced it is
2: and you know i have to give uh, a major props to the woman who did the mammogram because she said she saw my inverted nipple and was like oh fuck like she knew mm-hmm. and uh they they work at the four seasons Westlake. they have an imaging center they knew enough to call me back so mm-hmm. they're the ones that initially spotted it yeah and then you know of course it was confirmed uh, in beverly hills but you know if not for them i wouldn't have known i wouldn't have i wouldn't even right. have gone if it was not wow for lisa ashley. wow back ruby my my daughter who's 12 she like thanked lisa ashley for yeah. making my mom she's like thank you for making my mom go you saved her life i was like yeah. i'm gonna cry oh my yeah, god I can't she did. She saying that," yeah. but she did yeah i wouldn't have gone i was like oh fuck it i gotta work at noon oh, i'm gonna make these drinks i got oh it's 8 a.m i gotta do the first mammogram of the day Oh, thank God I did.
1: Thank God you mean, did. Thank, so I know. It's so true. Thank God you did. Yep. Thank God.
2: But Lisa if you get it, you to go. ask for the 4D. I think it's super important. Uh they were able to see a lot yeah. more on the four D. Yeah. And um and then just go from there. And then when you hear the C word, just tackle it. Just be aggressive. I've seen, you know, when I got cancer, we formed like this, like you were saying, the Weight Watchers, the WW Club on Facebook. I started sort of a Twitter club. I didn't start it, but I was like, hey, anybody be at three and in the morning with anxiety and like, you know, fucking needles in your arm. Uh, cause they'd leave it in cause you'd have an IV infusion on Saturday. So my mm-hmm. kids saw me looking like, you know, death. And, um, Twitter was just like this outlet and we all kind of came together. Men, women, some had non Hodgkin's lymphoma are still living with it. There's a guy, Jack, he's got a TV show and he's had it for a few years and he just gets chemo infusions and he's fine. Um, and we, we just talk, and we're there for each other. Yeah. And I couldn't sleep. I had the problem with my nerve pain in my legs, and someone's like, oh, have you tried gabopentin? I'm like, what the fuck's that? that stuff and is miraculous. Miraculous. Yeah. It saved my life. Yeah. And so my doctor didn't offer it. She's like, oh, here's some painkillers. They did nothing. It's incredible I was for anxiety. Up, oh, my God. Incredible. And it just, I didn't feel my nerves pain, and it was I was able to just calm down, and so... Yeah, I would give That's that advice. Helpful. Be aggressive and ask questions. And there's a whole community of people. Yeah. But be your own advocate because you're right. The nurses didn't tell. I was like, I don't know what to do about this leg pain. They didn't say, oh, here's gabapentin. Yeah. But uh, somebody on Twitter did. Yeah. And I think it's hard
1: because you go- so many things are going through your head at the same time. You're getting so much information and you're so flooded with your thoughts and the information and you're scared and your yes. responsibilities. It's so hard. So I think when I went through this with my uh, girlfriend, Lori, um, what she used to do was just uh, record the conversation with the doctor on her phone
0: or take notes and and write down her questions. I'm one of seven kids and my mother got diagnosed with cancer in 2016 and she got diagnosed August 2nd and she had passed away August 24th. Um, but she had what kind she of cancer? she actually didn't die from cancer. She died no, from she congestive had- heart failure, which we found out oh that God. she had after the fact. Oh um, but her cancer did not kill her. And as a matter of fact, her oh oncologist was like, "We're getting an autopsy because he was ready to remove her stomach." Her cancer she- was odd. Uh, I guess the majority of stomach cancers, from what her oncologist told me grows um in the center of the stomach and then grows out and spreads everywhere hers started on the outside lining of her stomach and went in oh so it wasn't goodness. going anywhere else so uh, they were trying to get her to gain weight with chemo oh so that she God. could have her stomach removed because you could live without a stomach
2: wait so she uh, got diagnosed in the beginning of august and was gone at the end
0: died august 24th but yeah. it wasn't the cancer that killed her it was right. her congestive heart yeah. failure yeah.
2: um wow. but but what was for
0: my mother i had to be her advocate because yeah. she was too sick right yes, so yeah. i had to be Take but you notes. have to oh if yeah you don't have someone to be your my advocate. sister flew
2: from canada because i was like i don't even understand what's happening right yeah. now yeah um so my it's sister a lot of information yeah and she sat uh beside me and took notes and i'll never forget meeting my oncologist <laughs> this beautiful woman um Philomena McAndrew at Cedars, Dr. Philomena comes in and she's got this long, she looks like Jane Seymour, so she's got this long black hair to her waist. I'm like, really?
3: <laughs>
2: really? Um, because she said, you know, you're going to lose your hair after your first chemo. And then it suddenly hit me like, oh, fuck, I'm, this is happening. And I looked at my sister and she was writing notes and I'm like, after one? I'm like, not even after five? And she's like, no, after one. And I was like, what the fuck? Really? Like, I don't know why... That freaked me out. And so sure enough, I have my one. And about five days later, I'm like, I'm not waiting for it to fall out in the shower. And I started brushing my hair. And sure as shit, like long piece of hair coming out like that, but not one or two, like thousands. So you would just get this big chunk of long. Wow. And I'm like, so I brushed it so much. And it felt so good that it was all coming out. Then I looked like a mad woman. Like I had tufts of (laughs) and my daughter was laughing so hard. And so she shaved me and we videoed that. And uh, it was really, it was great. It was, it was was empowering. And I would tell women, do that before it does you. Because you don't want to be sitting there sad in the shower. Have some control. Because when you get cancer, you feel like you have no control. Is it going to kill me? Is it going to spread? What the fuck? So, If you're going to lose your hair, just shave it because you have the control. That's Mm -hmm. the one thing you have control over. That's
0: probably why you booked that double mastectomy right then
2: because you felt like you can control what you can't control. Yes. That's exactly right. So I would say all of that is the advice I would give. And also support groups. I mean, I didn't sign up for them. There were tons on Facebook and da-da-da. I kind of, you know, found my own little family on Twitter and we would shoot the shit and I like those guys and girls. But, um, but I remember that. I remember we would talk about, like, certain friends that we know. Well, we you've had common. friends that, like, yeah. I'm like, one of her friends, you like, you're, like she had it. And I'm like, yeah. what? Yeah. Look at her. She looks amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And yeah. so that would give me hope. Yeah, exactly. For sure. Exactly. Because well, it's a scary time. Well, yeah. thank you for
1: talking about all that. Because I think it's yeah, really of helpful. So many people. I hope so. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so do we have time with you, Jill, to do... Uh, Barb's Bag of Tricks. Yeah.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. It's not as exciting as the CBD clit gel, but (laughs) that's
2: okay. I, I, um... I will try that, You I should guess. really try really? it, honestly. I'm a big yeah. CBD girl. I need, start- I'm out. I need something. But I wasn't thinking <laughs> of that area. But okay. Yeah. It,
0: it can't hurt, right? It's water-based. <laughs> it can't it hurt. Can't, uh, well, I actually left my bag in Sharon's car because we went to lunch after we did our podcast. And I'm like, probably not going to be back because Sharon was just <laughs> very intrigued. So maybe Ozzy got lucky. Who knows? We have to do a follow-up with Sharon. It's- Sorry, Zach. Because oh Zach's like their kid. He doesn't want to hear about them ever having sex. But, Wait, um, Zach
2: is whose kid?
0: Zach is my husband, but he got in the band when he was a teenager. So he's like Sharon's... He calls Sharon mom. He does. So oh, my she's like, God. She always, she always introduces cute. him as her eldest and naughtiest child. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh Naughty God, i love you. So I love her. Style. I brought... I brought... Um, <laughs> and I love that you actually have the bag that says, the little well, bag of magic. Bag of magic, yes. But we're going to do like an official... Honest AF bag of Barb's bag of tricks. Yeah. Well, that. That. So this new product, which like I said, isn't as is exciting as the CBD. It's this tinted oh, sunblock yes. called Yeah, Ilia. speaking my language.
2: That you this I don't wear makeup from doing radio for six years. I'm all into like right now, I have something called It Cream. It's a tinted BB. Like I'm into BB and CCs. This
3: is love it. See this to me better
2: than the Click Cream because yeah, I exactly. Don't know, I, don't know what <laughs> I mean, I get I, don't I care about this. Stuff.
3: Makes me
0: a little I'm dead excited. Down there, yeah, it, well, but I'm well, alive up here in the face. Not base. dead down this there. This might make you alive <laughs> down there too because it's not good. Um, wow. So this is called it's Super be my Serum. Life's
1: mission to undead her
0: down there. <laughs> I don't
2: know about that. <laughs> we're getting That's you the clit
0: Gel. Um, <laughs> super Serum Skin Tint, uh, Broad Spectrum. It's an SPF 40. And and it's a serum for your skin. Yes, and You've I got great skin. Thank. Oh, skin is amazing. On. I have no foundation on right now.
2: I only and have this. your Skin looks glowy and it's joy. so great. That's the one thing about great. the it one that I use. It's a good coverage of of, of a tinted moisture, but it's a tinted cream. Matte. It's matte and it's thick, and I uh, like looking glowy. Yeah, Danielle and I talked about this before because I think
0: matte when you have a matte finish it's great for photos yes. but in real life it i'd looks, rather be glowy um do. so this it's an spf 40 and it has niacinamide in it squalane which is in most of these new it's it's skincare meets some makeup yeah and it's
2: got hyaluronic acid oh which okay. is great by the way hyaluronic acid is the everything. your dermatologist will tell you is your best friend because it right. holds its weight in water you gotta you gotta try this oh, it's God, unbelievable crazy. i've never even heard of this product i discovered Where do you it, get it.
0: Um, I've gotten it online, it's iliabeauty.com. Okay. Um, they have a little quiz that you take to see oh, what color great. you would be, because uh-huh. it's 20 oh, different cute. colors. Okay. Um, the first one I got oh, was a beautiful. little too light for me, which maybe Lisa, you could use it, I'll give it to you. Um, you're darker than I am, and I think Jillian, you're maybe darker than I am too, so I don't know if it would be good for either one of you. But I ended up needing this uh, ST9 called Paloma. Uh-huh. The first one that I got, which is the one that you just put on, is an eight. Um, but it has a little tutorial. It asks you like oh, so if cool. you're yeah. um, what what color your veins are under your skin. If it's, it's like green, it neutral, are yeah, you warm? Exactly. Are you, uh, if it's more oh. blue, then you're in the cooler zone. Yeah. yeah. And it'll ask if you're oh, light, light Like that. This stuff. I'm. I put it on in the morning and I. Looked at myself in the morning in the sun, and I sent Danielle a picture of me. I'm like, look at my skin. This oh, stuff I love is that. incredible. And
2: whenever you say serum, you've got me. Yeah, I, I love serums. I love oils. I've been using yeah. oils for. Yeah, I uh, use a oils too. I, I'm a big advocate of oils. It's so,
0: thirty eight dollars. Um, you know, it got ILIA. shipped at the, I-L-I-A. ILIA, Ilia. And online, it's Ilia Beauty. And is it
1: expensive?
0: No, it's $38. I I don't know how long it's going to last because like I said, I just started using it. But it is fabulous. So that's my, that's a different color. They're two different colors. Um, and what I'm did crazy you about, about it. Paloma,
2: and then this one is... I think it was
0: the number eight. It okay. is, let me see. I can't see. It, it is... I'm lying.
2: That's the other thing that happened.
0: Shella. You know, it's so funny. Oh
2: my God.
0: Everyone uh, I know, uh, after you turn maybe 40, needs yeah. reading my, glasses. I started at
2: 50. I was a little I started one. at
1: 40. Okay, but the you... The
2: minute I turned 40. You don't even remember this, so I'm like... <laughs> I would get my phone out and the text would be like fucking Dr. Seuss huge. And like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm reading my phone and they're like, okay, well, you fucking need glasses, obviously. I go, what? I was 50, like ding dong and they go, well, once your text is that big, unless you're fucking forward and starting to read, I go, oh, she goes, Daniela, she's like, oh, I know, she, I, we met for lunch or something. And I go, oh my God, those are the fucking sexiest gla-. course, I, she glasses. she makes everything look great, right? True. Oh so, So she has these glasses on and I can't stop staring. And they're matte black and they're so cool on her and they fit her face perfectly and she looks so sexy. I'm like, who looks sexy in glasses? She does. <laughs> so I go, who are they? It's because I'm like, hiding half my face. Oh, shut up. She goes, they're Dolce & Gabbana. <laughs> I go, I have to get glasses. I'm going to buy Dolce & Gabbana. And she's like, well... I don't know. When you first start getting glasses, you're gonna lose them a lot. I'm like, I don't care. Those are the glasses I'm getting. <laughs> so I fucking go spend like three fifty, and all I I just need readers, right? Like I Walgreens <laughs> you can have went to Walgreens for two
0: dollars or whatever. Right.
2: So I put them on. I'm like, damn, don't I? F- if I'm wearing glasses, they're gonna be Dolce, and I'm gonna look sexy, and fuck that, and da da da, and wear my glasses. And I, where the fuck are my glasses? I had them one week. And they were oh, no. <laughs> I was going to say, did you lose another garage door? Because you don't want to be wearing gla- <laughs> reading glasses when you're backing out of your garage. On CPT, THC. No, oh, I man. just... we're all awesome. kinds of so fucked up. Now I'm all about... I go to Walgreens and buy... I'm like, I don't give a fuck what I got. <laughs> yeah. I just buy them. Two point
1: five. I I, um, I have... um. What I did was... um. I don't know if you remember this, but I took uh, like an au pair of Gucci aviators and just...
3: Turn them 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 into a prescription. Change the lenses. Yeah, change the
1: lenses. Yeah,
2: that's great. So,
1: but now I wear contacts.
2: What? Oh yeah, I've graduated, girls. Okay, so I (laughs) asked them. I went to the LASIK place. I'm like, am I good for LASIK? They're like, nope. And then I go, they go, you could do contacts. I go, I can't put anything. Yeah, you can't.
1: No, I thought I couldn't. I thought I couldn't. Also, I almost gave up. Yeah. But it took me about—I would say it took me about a good month to get do you used have to a it. Man? Yeah, I have them in.
2: Shut up! That's why you can read your phone. That's why glasses. I can read my phone. You okay. whore! <laughs> I have
0: the greatest contact lenses in the world. Yes, but you that, do. No, yes. that. Uh, It'll be another podcast, but I will give a little hint about it. So they're called RGP lenses. And what you do is you sleep in them. They're hard lenses. And oh, I, they um, made them for astronauts because... They're when, hard? When, le- how can you close your
2: eyes or well, something that. Well, that's the point. You have in-
0: to. Oh, God. So no, no. what they are is you put them in at night before you go to sleep. And I guess we'll do it now. It's This is my nice second bag of tricks. Then I'm going to, even though they're not here, I sleep with them. They're called RGP lenses. My um, ophthalmologist gave them to me. I've been wearing them for maybe 15 years. And what you do is you put them in at night, because uh, a scientist developed them for NASA. So when guys would go in, or women would go in outer space, they would lose their contact lenses because there's no gravity. Or their glasses would come off their face. So this scientist thought the only reason we need prescription lenses is to flatten our cornea. It depends on the shape of your cornea. If they're too, uh, sometimes when you get older, shapes, the, cha- the shape of your cornea, all, cornea changes. But even yeah. even when you're a young kid, if you have a oh, prescription, it's sure. all based upon the shape of your cornea. Okay, and your glasses is changing the way the light bends in. Yeah. So either you have a football shaped cornea, Barb. And you, you should have, have been astigmatism. a doctor. I, I miss my calling, except I'm squeamish as shit, so I can never do it. <laughs> um, I'm a really good patient, but I can't hear any, I could yeah. feel it, I have an empathy yeah. issue. Oh. But anyway, I'm yeah. a total empath. But, um, so, um, you, so the scientists developed these lenses so that astronauts can sleep in them. You put them in, you close your eyes, and it flattens your cornea while you're sleeping. Soon as you wake up, you take them out and I have literally perfect vision for 16 to 18 hours a day. What? I sleep with them at night. I I don't need reading glasses. I'm going to be 52. I don't need reading glasses. I only once in a while at night, sundown, I kind of wear, I like to wear my glasses to drive at night for distance. But I... Because my doctor undercorrects me now with my hard lenses for a little
2: bit, so that I don't need reading glasses. Well, when you say hard lenses, it makes me think that that'd be hard to sleep in. Like I would feel scratching in. For it, you can't feel that way. So it's doing that at night too. It it
0: flattens your cornea. It is. It is incredible. And like back in the day, when you used to be able to smoke in clubs. Or, yeah. like when Zach would play clubs, I would die with contact lenses right. in. They would wow. itch, they would burn it. Oh, wow. So, when I started using these, I was like, I don't have issues on airplanes. I don't have with the dry air.
1: Yeah. I don't have it. It, it is been the
0: greatest. So
1: thing when you ever. wake up in the morning, though, does are they agitating yeah. you right away? So you just have to take no, them out immediately. I mean, but I've been wearing them oh, okay
0: for fifteen years. So, 15. so you're they used do used to take used a while to, to yeah. get used
2: to. Oh my yeah. god! But I don't know. If I they
1: can do are it. the
0: greatest thing ever. Just the freedom of not needing glasses ever. Yeah. So that's
2: wonderful. I mean, yeah. I would love that. Yeah, I mean, me I, too. But I really want So the contacts you. So you just you don't feel them at all? No, I don't feel them. I feel them at night.
1: Like I, I wear contacts. Um, they're and they're actually they are. So they're um, in right now. They're in right now and they're wow. progressive. So they help me read if Shit. when I need to, and they help me with distance. Maybe as I well. should try. So you okay? So you. It took me a full month to get used to. Them. I oh almost God. quit because I don't like sticking my fingers in my God, eye either. But I got to tell you, once I got used to it, and they showed me the proper way of doing it. And I started to get used to it. And of course, now, you know, you can watch YouTube videos and all kinds of stuff. Oh. They even have YouTube videos for how to put your contacts in if you have long nails. Which I know how to do sideways. Yeah. That's
2: yeah. crazy. It's
1: crazy. But honestly, YouTube is just oh, like... you everything.
2: Everything, everything. Yeah.
1: But um, yeah, so I learned how to put... I learned how to put my contacts in, and then once I learned to,
2: for me, the hardest part was taking them out. Like actually, like poking my eye and trying to take them out. Do you have to take them out before you take your eye makeup off? Like how do you do? You put them in and then do your eye makeup. Like let's get to the important uh, stuff.
1: Yeah, the important (laughs) stuff is this. I put them in because I can't see without them, and I can't put my makeup on without them. So I put them on. But when I go to bed at night and I take my makeup off, I take them out first and then take my makeup off because I can't rub my eye. Yes, of course. That makes sense. To get all this heavy eye makeup off. So I can't rub my eye with my contacts in. That makes sense. So I have to take them out, then I wash my face, and then I put my glasses on to go to bed. Gilby gets a real beauty when he goes to bed at night. (laughs) I put my glasses on, I put my Zik cream on, my hair goes on top of my head. It's a wonder. It is a wonder. But you know what? nature is so good it takes away his eyesight too so he still yes, doesn't thank see God. that's well, i think that's <laughs> yes. the
0: real secret of yeah, why yeah. when people Married. have big age gaps in their marriages they yeah. end yeah because the one person isn't aging right alongside the other yeah. one at the right. same time because it's great you don't hear at the same time so are you at yeah. the
2: same age
0: he's a year and a half older than me
2: and then you and yeah. gilby Gilby's gilby is seven, about seven, seven years, years, years older than older. me okay yeah. yeah and then lisa what about you with teddy Nine years older than mm-hmm. you. Yeah, okay. he's nine years older that's, than I am. That's nice. So you always yeah. be the yeah. young babe. <laughs> yeah. I
1: know. Whenever Gilby <laughs> said Gilby said that to me the other day, right when I was uh, it was my birthday, and he said to me, um, he goes, "Wait a minute. I just did the math. Wait a minute. How? Wait, wait, wait. Are you?" Wait. And I was like, "You do just remember one thing." As old as I am, yeah, right. you're always yeah. older. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll always so, be younger than you. Don't exactly. worry about the
2: number. Yeah, don't worry about it. So anyways. Did you guys celebrate? Happy belated, by the way. Thank
1: you. Um, what did we do? I think we just kind of... Because uh, after 50, I'm like, what? Yeah, I, like,
0: I went bad. somewhere. I what you did we dinner? do? On your 50th, we had a luncheon.
1: We had a l- yeah, we had like a dinner. Me and nice. you and a couple of the girls had had a little dinner. And that was really nice and I think uh, I don't think we really did I much I think you guys went didn't you go to the Grand Canyon or something so wait no, this we was the five zero for anywhere. you no this was 5-1 uh, 5-0 was last
2: year remember the 4 that, that you did for uh, Gilby was incredible oh that was so the much fun. casino night yeah oh, that, was God,
1: that was great what blessed. birthday was that it was Gilby's 40th, 40th? I, I had a casino night for him yeah we didn't know each other yet no. is um, that how is that even possible isn't it we've only known each other
2: like six years
0: we have always traveled in the same circles yeah our whole lives and never met each other especially Especially
2: through Sharon, I mean, you've known know. Sharon forever, worked with yeah. her, yeah. and then you've obviously known her yeah. forever. That funny? Ever. Yeah.
1: yeah, that's yeah, crazy. I crazy. I know, but Barb and I have been like uh inseparable since we've met. I'm so. sure you have some, yeah. yeah, there's common. some kind of, yeah, some kind of uh, you know, Symmetry soulmate thing chemistry. going
0: yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's so that's funny. So great yeah. to get, especially yeah, you know,
2: women need to lift women up, and I've always been that way, I've always been you know you have about you have women. always
1: been a great supporter but it always of women. comes
2: back because you know yesterday i met with that clothing designer that you know yeah. Cynthia and i did the very first style file on her when she was St Vincent i think she wasn't 12th street then i think she was just called yeah. Saint it was before Vince the clothing line oh, Vince yeah. 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 yeah yeah and um that's what I've always been about. And I think, when yeah, you're like always. That as a woman, it empowers other wo- it empowers you because you're empowering other women. And it's a great group. It's a network of people that kind of kind of work together to rise up to help, you know? Yeah, it's absolutely. So
1: nice. But you've always been you have been just amazing. I mean, first of all, I don't know, Barb, if you know this, but Jillian um, was very instrumental in kicking off my career. Um, no, I didn't know that. Yeah, she, uh, Jillian, when I met her on the set of Melrose Place, that started the whole thing for me because That's she, right. uh, not only did she do a style file, but then she introduced me to people that introduced me to my rep, my sales rep. Nordstrom, um, remember yeah. Ellen? Nordstrom. I literally Ellen told her, Nordstrom. I was like,
2: wear those jeans, I'm going yes. to a party. And it was the girl who, uh, it was Ellen at Nordstrom's, so I go, yeah. wear them and 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 bring a trunk of them. Remember I said, yeah. bring as many as you can. Bring, put them in and your car. she walked yeah. in and the girls were like, what, what what's happening where, where do we get those <laughs> and then they were like yeah. vultures in her trunk vultures yeah. and then there was just empty but it was all Jillian over. <laughs> it was all Jillian Jillian's the one that did them, that you are like here's the good news Nordstrom's wants uh, whatever how many orders and you call them units and I don't yeah. I'm not from that business <laughs> and I'm like this is great order. and she's like no it's not because there's so many and I'm sewing them myself I'm like oh do I have to come over and help you I don't understand well Lisa the funny thing about
1: producer Lisa is Lisa used to I. Ha- Asked Lisa to help me, like, get organized and do all my computer work because yeah. back then I didn't even know how to use a computer. And <laughs> oh my god! Because it was so damn long ago. We were still what, what were we doing? Like, what do you call that when you like chisel on the kind of
2: etching <laughs> on, on the stone? stone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: But um, so I asked Lisa to well, come over, and she did. Starting. Yeah, she did all my bookkeeping for it's me amazing. and everything. I did all beginning. of her invoices,
3: and we she would start sit with there like,
1: shivering in the garage with a
3: yeah, it was uh, a big, big coat on. Gilby made us a little play. In the, I remember in that the garage. house, yeah, on yeah. on Ethel, F- yeah, yeah it was yeah. on Ethel Studio had like
2: the detached garage, studio. yeah, yeah. 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 And that's we where thought we were hot
3: stuff in that garage, freezing cold. <laughs> Finally, Gilby bought me a space heater, yeah. and I would uh, I would do up all of her invoices. But I, would, I love the story because I, I, it always would make me cry before, like <laughs> you know, she'd start with like oh eight pairs to some little boutique on Ventura Boulevard, and then maybe somebody at Melrose would take like four pairs, and then one day Daniela comes in, she gets like. 30,000 units or something it was yeah, something the huge from, like, yeah. no, that the Nordstrom one i think sex. that was
1: uh, that was actually
3: was it, for um, a japanese order it was for japan oh okay yeah it was huge yeah. and then i'm like okay daniel you're going to have to get somebody else cuz i don't <laughs> know how to do these invoices anymore you're going to have to get somebody who like really knows how to do this stuff like i'm good for like the little guys down here but yeah, then you got that guy that came in and oh you know you had God. like your uh, what was he i don't know a what consultant. he's called yeah, yeah. Then she you started that one guy it was like a like yeah he, he, he a worked
1: consultant. in fashion yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 I brought him in to kind of help me build my infrastructure
2: right and then I'm like I'm out now this is this is as much <laughs> as this I can do for me. you yeah totally yeah. I didn't so get it funny. either she was like you were almost crying you're like I just got an order for it. I'm like isn't
3: that great news she's like I remember there was something that was in Japan but remember you had a um the denim. There was something, they they couldn't get the denim, remember? Oh, there was always something. There was a shortage with the denim, so they couldn't make enough pairs using.
1: (laughs) I am still in the business. And there's still, still always gone. a shortage <laughs> of something. There's a, if anything can goes wrong and it if will. anything can go wrong in manufacturing, it does. And it was a Christmas does.
3: time. And remember the ladies, the sewers, the people yeah. who made the jeans, like all went back home oh for yeah. their. Yeah. They yeah. that home. happens too. They all <laughs> left Welcome and they home. went happy home holidays. Home for those days when you got that order then
1: How dare they do that to me? Go home for Christmas. You were the first person that did, the first ones that I. I was like, I'm Jewish, for fuck's sake. So!
2: (laughs) In my sweatshirt. You were the first one, though, that
0: ever did.
1: Stretch denim. Yeah. So you probably had to get it all on bolts, right? We were doing, so, yeah, we were doing stretch crazy. denim. We were doing everything at that time. Um, it was oh, it was, it was, just was crazy. insane. It was nuts. I remember
2: Carmen Electra came on the show, and we had talked beforehand. And she's like, "I'm going to wear my Frankie B jumpsuit." I'm like, "I'm going to wear okay." So let's be twinsies. No, and yep. we did our hair. She came in Pachi early. She was we gorgeous, did our hair exactly gorgeous. the same. Yeah. Oh my gosh, she's I gorgeous, love Carmen. I yeah. love her so much. That's so sweet. Um, and and uh, we pretended that we. <laughs> this is how so stupid the well, fucking news well, we were is great it, it was we fun we pretended that we. it was just a, like a, what a fluke that we both wore the same thing we had <laughs> planned it down to everything and we did our hair the same and our makeup and I remember Steve and Dorothy going this is incredible and I'm over here and she's over there and we, we were like are you guys kidding me like this is a fucking total joke we know we planned it that's yeah. so, you know, so like, funny this is just nuts and then we would go to the weather wall and do the weather together oh my and god and, 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 she and she would do like
1: karate kicks <laughs> in her jumpsuit and she had to think for your shoes too
2: because i remember
0: it was how high the heels were yeah and they would always pan onto your shoes and i'm like they
2: did and then we got a new boss this poor fucker comes in The higher the heels the closer to god that's right that's that's absolutely right and this guy comes in from bumfuck idaho who knows where and he's like all right we're gonna change things up here he's a new boss he's like from now on we will not be doing a full shot of you at the wall we will be doing from waist up i go oh and everybody changed their channels channels. no no, they wrote in hate mail. they're like What the fuck is happening? Where are her shoes? And he's like, I don't understand what's happening, but we have to go back to full length. I'm like... It's you're in L.A. now and nobody cares about the weather because there's no fucking weather. It's 72 partly cloudy with a chance of smog. Back to you. And, um, the, the the heels are mew mew and the skirt is H&M. And that's all that matters. And he was like, oh, and God bless him. He got it. And he yeah. used to come. I got an Arden B campaign and he came to like the big you know party at the Beverly Center and brought his wife. And he's like. L.A. is so much more fun. Like you like he really embraced that whole he got it. But a lot of other bosses didn't.
3: <laughs> yeah. But this was, I just have to go back to when you were on, on Good Day L.A. Teddy would. Um, this was Teddy loved watching you. Like he was Aww, he was just you. he 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 just got such a hoot out of you. His favorite part was when they would be talk- like Lucy and, uh, Dog, Dog Steve-, and Steve. Steve would be talking. <laughs> and then here's Jillian sitting back like sometimes <laughs> reading a magazine. <laughs> She'd be reading a magazine yeah. during the newscast. And that was always Teddy's. <laughs> very favorite yeah. thing and the, like you just go uh-huh and then like yeah. <laughs> and that was in my favorite part yeah and we would, would think about that we like would never... back
1: from a commercial and she'd yeah. be and she's sitting <laughs> there reading a magazine they painting would n- her nails <laughs> right? never Whatever. Would ever put up with
2: that today somebody said to me it's so could you imagine Good Day yeah. LA Lay on air today I go no we would fucking be called into HR daily like yeah. we had so many it was like, so shocking good. shit that we would say yeah. like we would be fired that was the
3: best part and you guys would argue with each other it was great (laughs) It was awesome. I've I've
2: actually
0: turned it on a couple of times now, and I'm just like, I I watched I think I've gone through like a bunch of. Yeah, I watched Ryan and Kelly. It was an end
1: of an era when that when that when when Jillian and when Jillian left. It was just it was just like an end of an era, and then you know, and then shortly after Dorothy left, and then Steve left. It was so much fun for me to come in there on those times that you guys would have me on between the three of you. I it was I didn't even have to talk. I would always get so nervous to go on the show because I thought. You know, I don't know how to talk. I don't know what to do. I have no idea. But the Jillian, such a pro, would always fill in wherever I would stutter or not know what I'm going to say next. She would fill in for me. Steve, uh, Dorothy, everybody was so great Because when you make your guests look
2: great then it's reflective of you and your show and it just and also I knew you so well and I knew what you know the whole story behind it was but I I often think about that today like that show wouldn't last. We've done podcasts together and it's great but it's just they've lost the the magic that was that and uh, you know it is what it is it's business. People make decisions and they, they think they know what they're doing and they go well fuck it we'll replace those two girls and then they replace us with the uh, 26-year-old, I call them Twinkies, because I was the 26-year-old Twinkie. <laughs> yeah. And then then Steve's also aging, so now he looks like the creepy grandfather. And it's yeah. just the mix, they threw off the mix. And yeah. you can't just throw in, insert pretty girl here. I was never known for that. I was known for being funny and being outrageous. It was never about it was all fashion was fun and all of that, but it was more about the way that we all interacted. interacted. It was,
1: it was the magic. And that's the thing is a lot of times that happens, you know, you take away one, one element and you, you take away one ingredient. It's like taking sugar out of a cake mix. All of a sudden it's not the same Mm -hmm. flavor. It's, it just it it's changes so the magic. Same thing know? happened
0: with the Osbournes. Like Sharon yeah. was saying, like yeah. all of the shows that happened after that, oh god. they're just it crap.
2: There was so the original. Yes. Oh my god, like they wouldn't have to talk about anything. I remember I was obsessed with that show, and just, I mean, the one episode that killed me the most was like, <laughs> he was looking at his schedule that Sharon had been printed for his tour, and he's like. When she's trying to kill me. And, she, and then, you know, she's shopping at Chanel and Gucci. I was fucking dying. Like, this is the greatest
0: show I, on earth. I love the one where, um one of my favorite ones, there was loads, obviously, it was many years, but when th- they were getting ready to do a tour and Zach was on this episode and uh, Sharon sets up all the production and oh they had bubbles. Yes! and yeah. they, they, the guy the guy, and he goes the fucking prince of darkness I can't yeah. have bubbles Zach you could see Zach in the background of the show he falls off the <laughs> chair because he's dying laughing so hard I remember that he too. was going was off about
2: bubbles it was oh, so that was one funny. of my favorite yeah, another favorite are, was yeah, like he, gets, so he gets in the car and they're like <laughs> okay honestly, this is the new car and you talk to it and he's like <laughs> he's like on. and yeah. they're like it does not compute. Whatever. He's like, read you on. And so it's like, like, what the fuck is going on? He lost his mind and the computer's still talking. Does not compute. Not sure what you're trying to tell me. He's like, fuck off. She's oh. so
0: genius at one point when oh, when funny. you know you have the yeah. GPS in your car that talks to you. At one point, she was talking to a company um, to talk to talk to them about having Ozzy be the voice. Could you imagine? Oh, Every other word. Oh. Make a fucking right, you wanker. <laughs> yeah. No, like it would be oh hysterical, or like God. all the the, the oh sounds are like
3: beep beep. where no, the, the fuck you were going. Where to? That would have been genius. <laughs> yes. What about the episode
2: where he's um? <laughs> <laughs> Please break back the Osborn. That show was the greatest Jeez, was show great. yeah. ever. Yeah, and he's, he's in the pioneer. background, and he's in a makeup chair, and he's like, talking, and all of a sudden he just goes. Back <laughs> and, <laughs> <laughs> you just see him in the background. He's not even the main focus of the scene, but he just falls <laughs> over the chair, and um, you know, I. just <laughs> just the way they were together and he was always drawing his draw. Yeah. i love he still them. does that oh I yeah. love he, says he much. paints now right yeah but for him he paints what? now
0: yeah but he's yeah. oh it always started with Do that the um the markers. yeah the pens of Pen. uh, markers yeah yeah you
2: know who's a great artist is i sent howard stern because he loves woodstock and the stories behind it i found a book for him and i sent it to him he sent me a thank you card and at first i you know i was like oh that's a really pretty picture and it was a a barn in tall grass and on the back there was a cat and I went wait a minute and I looked closer and it was Howard's paintings yeah Howard
1: paints he now is, wow. yeah that's where I maybe that's believable. what I'm well, he's unbelievable, unbelievable. yeah,
2: yeah he, is. he is such an because you know he takes on a project and he doesn't stop until he's number one like whether it's photography yeah chess. he went into the photography he went while. into painting yeah. and took classes his paintings I'm like are you I have so many of his and I don't know whether to put them up because I don't know if it's too personal and he'll get pissed at me. Yeah. There's a fine line with Howard. You never yeah. know, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I, I I'll just say, oh my God, I just like when I got cancer, he sent me a massive um I've never I had to have two people carried in of flowers. Oh my gosh. Uh but, so but his sweet. paintings are so beautiful yeah. and uh accomplished. But I love Ozzy's doodles too. Yeah, like his really artwork good. is so yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Everyone yeah.
1: needs an outlet. You need an outlet. But Sharon, by the way, uh, we had lunch with her after love our her. Lad, last podcast, and she sends you loads and loads of love. Oh, yeah, sad. she did. She's the best. She Tell her I yeah. love her. Yeah, I, I told love her you too. Were coming in this week.
2: So. Yeah, she's well. She knows. She said uh, hers was colon. Yeah. 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 And mm-hmm. did she have to do chemo or anything? Oh yeah, she Jesus. did chemo. She did chemo yeah. for a long time. Yeah.
0: Oh, my um, God, I, w- God bless I was her. telling um, Phil great. before you got here, my son uh, Hendrix that I had in 2002 at Cedars. I was having him one floor above her when she was having six feet of her colon removed. Um, I oh mean, her intestines. God, no. she she was stage four, and Holy she, shit. you know, she just she same thing. She had she three had fighter children. They were teenagers at the time. I think I think they were like two thousand two, eighty five, I guess six, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. Um, and then Ozzy, who couldn't function or oh, live without yeah, her, yeah. Um, he'd be the first person to say that actually. but oh, um, yeah. but you know um, she's a warrior and God, she, she really is you know she, and it was it was crazy because it was right after the Osbornes exploded that she got diagnosed. She just went yeah. for a routine, yeah. you know, um, Co- as a matter of fact, she got uh, 50 most beautiful, right? you know, people's okay. most yes. beautiful women. Yes. It was her 50th birthday. She launched, she got ex- asked to be in People magazine, oh. Most Beautiful Woman, and then found out she had colon cancer from oh my a routine. That's so crazy. Colonoscopy. We talked about that oh, on that's the last crazy.
2: podcast. Crazy I, that, that yeah. that had I love what place, she's yeah. done with her hair now. I she's just I love it yeah. too. She's yeah. such a um like a tastemaker. She sets a precedence. She's just I don't know, she's so gangster. I remember the story she was talking she about. She is gangster. She's gangster. <laughs> she is her a house uh, in shit. England had been broken into yeah. in the middle of the night. Yeah. And I just remember her response. Like she's, I look up to her so much and respect yeah. her for yeah. her business savvy, for her, her, uh, strength. her strength and her, yeah. like the loyalty of family and yeah. how she just, oh, so protective, yeah. Fiercely protective.
1: If she yeah. loves you, she'll do anything for you. Yeah, you don't want to cross her. <laughs> oh, I would never. <laughs> but um, anyways well Jill this has been amazing amazing
2: you guys are thank amazing.
1: you so much you. I can't thank you enough for I, being... I I, I mean you. you did my
2: podcast and I had no gifts I know When, I you hang <laughs> with gifts,
1: when thank when, you. when uh, um, when Jillian said, um, "Will you come and do my podcast?" I was like, "Yeah, if you do mine." Yeah, <laughs> I said, "Of course." Yeah, so of but course. thank you for yeah, my
0: good luck
2: with your podcast too. That's really I cool. I put this on my True. clip. You said, this? "No, not no, this oh, one." I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I'll get don't you that one. Put the on your clip, <laughs> <laughs> Jillian. Thank you. Yes, you can listen to my podcast. It's Ask Jillian, and uh, like I said, we're going to do something called Chapters where I get a little more personal. Love like it. I can't get any more personal. I
0: <laughs>
1: mean, <laughs> I don't know how much more personal can you get? My God, <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about your okay, clip. you going to take How things are down there, but she's going to take for an ultrasound view of her
2: vagina. I am. I'm going to show you my no, no nips barberries as they call yeah. them. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but thank you guys so much. No, You're amazing. Thank you so and much for having us. And success for this. I'll come back thank anytime. You.
1: Awesome. We would love to have you back. We're hoping we'll just keep getting more
0: products. Yes. <laughs> that's, like, that's, that's the goal all we want. We just want products.
1: Uh, you um, will. Um, <laughs> so anyways, as usual, if uh, you enjoyed listening to our um, podcast with Jillian, Please um, uh, download it, subscribe, uh, rate us, review us, and and please remember to send us your questions and suggestions. We love getting those because it really helps us with our dear Daniela, which we didn't even have time to do this. I'm so sorry, time, but that no, much rather have you here and have you Thanks. talk. Very I don't want to stop you. Thank, thank you, you're amazing. So thank you so much. We thank love you. you.
2: You guys are entertaining.
1: And that's it. Make sure to follow us on Honest AF Show. On Twitter. Oh my God, I remembered it. I remembered it. Wow, (laughs) wow. (laughs) But I know. But you know what? You know what? It was all the looks that I got. I went, what am I forgetting? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So Honest AF Show. Honest as as fuck. Yeah, Yeah, so Honest AF Show um, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and our website. Thank you. Thank you. Do not blame us for any of your issues, we're just experimenting too.